0: I don't want to steal Felix's line. That's Felix's thing.
1: I mean, Felix stole it from a movie, so it's not like...
0: I mean, Felix steals all of his content. Oh, Mike, what's, what's up? up right? so. <laughs>
1: what's, what's up, guys? Up, Mike? Growing out the facial hair.
0: Yeah,
2: I, well, I'm inspired by Chris Moxley. I mean, you guys can't tell lately. I've been a big fan of Chris for like the last three weeks.
1: <laughs> what what about before <laughs> I like the last three weeks? I thought he you before that.
2: Right? He's a uh, he's an influencer. He's made me learn for what it's worth and then he changed it to be frank for about 3 days and now I don't hear him say either one of those two
1: words the last month.
3: I wait. TBF means to be frank. I always thought it meant to be fair.
1: Yeah, I say to be fair. Oh, see, he's Yeah, he's I thought it was one thing. Well.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: So, so I... just for for everybody <laughs> For everybody tuning in here to set the scene. Yeah. To set the scene. Set the scene. Yes, set, please. Set, 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 scene. set the scene. Set, scene. set the scene. <laughs> uh, we <laughs> are joined here in the after show tonight by Mike. Is it Valeri? Valerie? Valerie? It's, it's Valerie, just like the Valerie. girl's name, Valerie, the next on it. Mike Valerie, who is. I love that song, and I love the the Amy Winehouse version. Yes, um, oh, I was
3: singing. I was singing the Amy Winehouse
1: version. Yes, it's much better. Um, then Mike is fine. part of our Debbie team here at Campus to Can. Has been with us for a while now, and he's been doing a lot of the work on the uh, rookie profiles that you see on our Twitter page. So if you've seen those, uh, and if you hate the grades, drop a comment in here and tell Mike why he's an idiot. While we're on the while we're on air, and we will confront him with your. Yeah. Uh yeah. perceived bring, slights.
3: Bring 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 whatever uh grievances you have. This is this is basically Festivus. our festivist with, with Mike on uh on tonight. But no, Mike Mike has done an excellent job. I actually want to be complimentary. He's done a really good job with our, our grades uh and our report cards. Like he's he's really done a lot of heavy lifting there. And so He's done a lot Agreed. of good work, but if you have if you have an issue with him, I mean, he's right here. You could you could direct any hate yeah. hate or comments. I mean, it's an Early open reviews forum. are in
0: here. Yeah. You can let I mean, me know. The, the only one I disliked was the Kyron Williams one, but you know, I feel like you got enough hate on that as it was, so we'll, we'll leave it <laughs> at that be. But outside of that, I think the rest of I, them have been awesome.
2: I don't want to throw Alfred underneath the bus here, but we went back and forth on if we include power or contact balance. They're not the same. But I, I feel like it was too important to leave off, and he's like, we'll just add them together. And I'm like, uh, okay, that's fine for most of these guys, but not for, like, two you, of them.
3: You can throw anyone you want on, yeah, under the bus. This,
2: this is the show. Space. We've, we've,
0: we've been throwing a, everybody space. under the bus tonight, yeah, so you okay. good.
2: <laughs> I, got, I got told yesterday that James Cook is a three-down back, and I was like,
3: yeah, three-down back is if if his only down is third down.
1: Yeah. He's gonna play three downs a game. Yeah, that's the other yeah. two downs are on the bench. He's
3: he's James, he's James. I mean, right. I, like that's his comp. Like I didn't I didn't realize we were well.
0: doing uh I didn't realize we were doing XFL rankings on the side as well. I must have missed that <laughs> I, so, but James I, James Cook, yeah, let's go, baby.
3: I maintain and I think I said this in our I may have said this in our Slack. I don't remember where I said it, but like I I've had James Cook over Jerome Ford for a long time, and I, I maintain that. Like I think he's gonna go ahead of Jerome Ford in the draft. Like I still, I still think that's the case. Like I, I think the NFL really likes him, and I don't think the NFL likes J- like Jerome Ford at all. Like I, I don't think they're interested in him. Like he, he has a lot of questions. I
2: think. I think. Like, I think. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think Jan took is a great receiver. He has great speed, but I, like, and I think that's what they're going to go for. I just don't think Jerome Ford yeah. is anything that special going for him. But at least James Coast got that speed in this in receiving. It, but
0: he he has a
3: skill, a skill like Jerome Ford is kind of just yeah. Like no no offense to Jerome Ford. Like I think I'm sure he's a nice guy. Like, I'm sure he he's like a like a quality person. He, like, I just, he's like, like
0: he's gonna test well at the combine. Like I think you two are kind of wrong. I, I think if he goes to the combine and tests well, I think he's gonna good good run man. a four four. Is that si- tri- actually true?
1: Si- size adjusted, Mike? Let's make a bet. Size adjusted <laughs> Jerome Ford ends up testing better than Tyler Algier does at the combine. So what size adjusted mean? That he's got like thirty pounds more on James Cook as of right now. No, no Tyler Algier and and and, and Jerome, Jerome Ford.
0: Ford. Oh, oh okay. I bet
1: Jerome Ford size adjusted tests better at the combine uh, in than what Tyler metric? Algier in does. What metric? Yeah, yeah. What what mean by size adjusted? Forty.
3: Oh, I I know who I'm, what
1: side I'm on
2: here. Yeah, I don't think I'm. I don't think I think I don't. I think Jerome Ford's faster than
1: than. Tyler you Algier, do. right? okay, yeah. yeah, everyone always is the Tyler Algier. He says he ran a four three eight. It's like, yeah, I can see no, that too. It doesn't mean really it fucking happened. But I put it
2: out that I put it out there, but I definitely put it out there that I don't think that's right because he, he um because David clocked him going nineteen point seven this year. Last year, because we talked about it on like in our DMs, he ran like a twenty point five. And like if you look at um at uh, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor like runs like twenty two miles an hour, and he's a four three nine guy. Tyler Algier is not getting close to that miles per hour on his run, So, no.
3: Tyler Tal- Algier is going to run probably a 4.5.5 ish. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm looking then, at the. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Jerome Ford is going to run like a four four, probably like a 4.4.5. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah I it, it, 4.4.8. High 4.4s, four I think, is probably his expectation, right? Like, he's going to be faster than Tyler Algier. I actually think Jerome Ford is pretty athletic. Um, yep. I don't know that, that Jerome Ford is. Like, what does he really do well enough to get drafted in, the, like, day two? I
1: do, I do worry about him instinctually, but I think he's a better receiver than people want to give him credit for. That offense just doesn't target the running back. I think he's a better receiver than yeah. people want to give him credit for. And I think he, like, is. The, I, I don't think he's excellent laterally, but what I no. do think he does really well is that if you, if there's any sort of traffic going on around his legs, he can kind of absorb slash like subtly maneuver around without having to do the big like he avoids his weakness which is kind of the lateral stuff by being so good at just kind of absorbing and like contact balance and just kind of being able to continue momentum i think that's what he does really well i don't think he's a future you know amazing back would it shock me if he has a couple rb2 years in the nfl no it would not shock me
2: okay i i, I like a small this is Kind of somewhat related, unrelated, but I have a small little bias. I look yeah. at now for running backs. I really do look at quad size now. Just I work out, and I just want to see these guys' legs. Jerome Ford's got some skinny, like little legs. They're small.
3: Yeah, he's got and he's
2: I, got twigs
3: compared to some of these backs that got tree trunks. I kind of see that.
2: Ollie
1: Gordon yeah. does too. That freshman that's coming into Oklahoma State. He's built very similarly. Okay, the, well he'll be right. on Cincinnati's team by next year. Then is that is that what we're saying?
3: Freshman. Oh, I've been so. We're on the after show, so I could talk about whatever I want. It's oh, Ed Feels isn't we'll here. It's Don't
1: get country. us canceled.
3: Okay, y'all thought I was gonna go. I was gonna go in a totally different direction last week, and I maintained a very PC response to the the cops question that we <laughs> that came up. Um, so I've been doing this RB weight analysis, and Noah Hills, who like, uh, he's a guy that I I think we all follow and like have a lot of respect for he did this a couple of months, uh, a couple of weeks ago, probably like early February. And so I, I was like, okay, well I want to break it down a little bit more. What's interesting is that these all purpose backs are adding like substantially more weight than um, like regular backs are by like five pounds. Like it's not close. And, and so I wonder if we're going to see some of these guys that come in that are like a little bit slighter that are, like, like, like they look skinny, like they look skinny in their lower body, especially, and they don't have big quads, like we're talking about. I wonder if those are guys who are gonna like really blossom. And I wonder if we're moving into like a new era where we see weight added by skinnier players. And because, like, and this is a so this is also adjusted for height too, which makes it especially interesting. So, like, why are all-purpose backs adding more weight than regular backs when we adjust for height, and I don't have an answer for this. I just ran this data today, and I thought it was really interesting. And like, you're going to be really about...
1: upset when you find out that they don't classify backs as all-purpose anymore—at least not on 24/7 or the composite. When did they stop? Uh, <laughs> late last year. I think they flipped it all over. Yeah, this, oh. this year was the first like, year I
0: think they switched everything around. Because like so Evan no Pryor
1: last year was listed as an all-purpose back yeah. for a long time. And now I think if you go back and look at the 2020 class or 2021 class, like late in the cycle, they flipped everybody to just running back.
3: Guess what? My data only goes to 2020. So joke's on y'all. Um wow. Just say,
1: you're not going to be able to see if that's like an actual thing or not. So I will. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, oh, I, mean, I, I do. Did- okay.
3: Um, but That's uh, why would they do that to me? It actually makes it actually makes a difference, like it really does, because they're slider in general, and they're using a different role. Like it actually matters.
1: I think we're seeing actually more of those guys come out too now, so that's why I'm surprised that they did away with that designation. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's none anymore.
3: So I guess I don't even want to get into like speculation wise. But I wonder if you just like say, hey, guy has a res- receiving skills and we classify him like in our head differently that like this that will we apply. Mike.
2: Yes, thank you. Okay, so I'm gonna change the topic here for a little bit. I I have so I'm going through these David rankings <laughs> right. I want you guys to know that I have Lorenzo Styles as wide receiver 12 in Debbie right now. Boom. I'm feeling pretty good about it. But- well, Austin,
3: Austin thinks he's some thought leader, and Mike's got him at wide
1: twelve. <laughs> I introduced Mike to him. That's like this Andrew Paul, who I discovered. Now everybody's like he's a top five back. I'm like, okay, like, Christopher oh, Columbus. Me.
2: Let's chill out there with the discovery. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I'm having trouble with De- with Donovan Edwards. Everyone loves Donovan Edwards, and I'm over here looking at um. Sorry, I've got sidetracked here. I like Blake Corum. I think Blake Corum is a stranglehold on the rushing shares for, for Michigan. And so I'm having trouble seeing how Donovan Edwards sees more field time. Not that I don't think he's not talented, but they're only one class apart. So like how long does Donovan Edwards has to wait to shine? So I don't understand why everyone has him as a top 10 guy when we have to wait so long to figure it out. Probably.
1: Well, we lose Haskins rushing production there from last year. Yeah. We I had what, 150
0: touches. 270. I was just pulling that oh. up. So yeah. I know so. that that's why I'm high on Edwards. Cause I think he'll still get the rushing and I think he's a better receiving back than Corum. And we've seen, yeah, I was going to go back and look at all of Michigan's the past couple of years there with Jim Harbaugh. I mean, The top guy has gotten a ton more than anything else. I mean, Haskins the year before, 375. The next was Zach Charbonnet, 124. So it seems to be a pretty big split between those two. So even if Corum is the guy and he gets anywhere from whatever, 250 to 300, it looks like all of those second backs, though, here in the system are getting 100-plus carries. So if Edward gets 100-plus carries and gets the receiving work on a Michigan team that I mean, I'll be honest, I don't know how good they're going to be losing both those coaches. I, I don't know if, if they're going to keep, um, uh, God, his name is is not coming to me now, at quarterback, though, if they don't Dude, make the McNamara. switch to J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, McNamara, if they don't make the switch to McCarthy, like, I don't know how good this offense is going to be, but I just think Edwards is the better player overall.
2: He has the better frame. He can definitely add the weight, which was one of my other things I was looking at, too, because I think Blake Corns kind of topped out. Like, that's his size is going to be, but... Donovan Evers can definitely put on that that uh, all purpose back size that I like a lot.
1: Yeah, Quorum's listed at 5'8, 200. Mike, do you think he actually weighs 200? I, no. I, I'm skeptical.
2: No, that's why I'm saying he's capped out. Like, there's no way. I, I'm so, I love, I absolutely love that athletes change their like weight, you know, and then we get to find out the truth later on. Like, that's probably one of my favorite parts of like the whole process is just to be like, oh, Devontae Price just shaved 17 pounds overnight somehow. It's amazing. Yeah. It's all water weight.
1: It's yeah. all waterways. Heat, it's all gone. Right. No, do right. we, so I think that's actually like, so you're talking about Michigan's backfield, Mike. I think that's actually a good question that we haven't really talked about on the show at all. Does Quorum step into the Haskins role or do you think
0: Quorum keeps the Quorum
1: role and Edwards kind of becomes the Haskins? I think Quorum steps up. Yeah. Oh, you Edwards isn't,
0: Edwards isn't much bigger than, ha- than Coram though. He's like, he's I listed would, at I six two Oh two.
1: I would not be surprised if he's listed at like 210-plus when he comes back in this year, because they said that he gained a little bit of weight when he first stepped on campus, and he's got the frame, like you guys but- said
0: regardless I think with what Harbaugh does we've seen it he relies too much on on he's he's very much James Franklin-esque right like they rely too much on those those uh older players those veteran players I mean we saw it with I think it's fair to say we all thought Corham was going to be better than Haskins at least I did thought he was going to be better than Haskins this year and Haskins still got 270 carries compared to the 120 Corum got I think Corum will be the guy and they'll just mix Edwards in I think Edwards getting the role that he did this year I refuse
3: that at least a little bit. Like he was really involved. Um, And like, he's not this, like I can, who look at me. I can show comments. Um, Jared said he doesn't strike him as the same as Haskins. Um, I agree with that. I do think that. His role will be so I, like I, I'm with Austin. I wasn't even here for this conversation. I just know how Austin feels about it. Like, I think Edwards operates as the RB one A. Did I misrepresent you, Austin?
1: No, I, like I think they kind of split. Like, what was the touch distribution last year? Two seven. Look at that right 120 now
0: to one twenty. So that's the thing. Edwards didn't like Moxley. You mentioned Edwards' role. Like the most carries he had was eight against Northern Illinois. That's why it was one, one, with, like, one, five. though. That is true. So, one game with ten receptions, though the rest of them was two, two, three, yeah. three. Like he didn't really break out. Break out.
2: I, I do he, want to say this is that's that that's Blake Corum seems to seems to lose snaps towards the end of the year. Is that because of injury or is that because of some other reason? Because of scheme.
0: I don't know he, about the he year was prior. He last a, year. He was injured. he missed
1: a couple games. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like okay. they they didn't even think he was going to play in the Ohio State game, and then they announced like thirty minutes before the game Corum's going to play. So he he was injured toward the end of the season. Ohio
2: State, are they good? Never heard of
0: them. Never heard of them. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've got a counter that that's twelve now, but we've never. You, yeah, two. It's actually up to the state. It's actually up to fourteen. Ah, damn it! i, th- I must have nice. missed two on um, this somewhere. Nice. So, so we
3: we brought up Ohio State fourteen times tonight, just in case for the for those listening. In an hour
0: and, in, in an hour and four minutes. I mean, Ohio State. If you're listening, why the fuck aren't we sponsored yeah. yet? Like, come on. Come on,
3: <laughs> yeah. What what kind of NIL money do you think we could get to uh, bring Ohio State up? I like mean, it should
0: be good with with all the with all the reports that they've like one of the top schools in NIL was, deals with their players. Like, I was gonna say they they actually did a huge overhaul of their NIL program
3: recently, and it, it it's paid a lot of dividends. Um, I was reading about it a, like a week or two ago. Really interesting stuff. Do you see Alabama finally repealed their uh, NIL law too? It was The reason it's important, because it's really restrictive. And and Mm -hmm. so Florida's following suit, Mississippi's following suit, South Carolina's following suit. And so I think we're going to see a lot more level playing field when it comes to NIL money. For a lot of these schools, it doesn't really matter, because I don't know if they can match it, but it's going to happen
0: floridas will be interesting especially with with uh especially with miami with the way they've gone in and spending all that money like if they repeal that back miami might be an interesting interesting team what i don't i don't i
3: guess i kind of understand like crystal ball is a miami guy and like he has connections to a lot of very wealthy boosters like personal ones Uh, and so i i get that aspect of it but i'm surprised they've shifted their um mindset from spending very little on their program to spending probably like top 10 money it's been a huge turnaround and the big thing has been their assistant pool and analyst pool because it's expensive to live in miami and so if you can keep those guys and gals i assume within like 20 minutes of the school that's like that's really expensive but it's a huge investment that could pay off and and so i think miami's We've joked about it for a while. Like Miami's back, Miami's back, like the U, the U, the U. But like, I actually think that they could be, yeah. especially I if the NIL gets
2: repealed. Okay, Go ahead. I I agree with you. Yeah, because I, I always hate. Like it feels like the last five years, at least the last five years, probably more. Every single preseason, they're ranked like in the tens to 15s. Yeah. and it's just like you got to wait till week four, and they're like unranked, and they weren't not even close to touching that ever again.
0: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that is the the what is it i I know mox at least i think you do i know we've talked about it in in our slack channel cover three podcast they've talked about it on there like they call that group now the 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 crystal ballers because apparently crypto ball crypto ball -ball, (laughs) yeah yeah, because that that, there's so many of those crypto guys that are that are backing miami that's where all that money's coming from so that's i think with that backing right there like yeah it could be big once that that gets repealed what a shock anyways
1: that Miami's biggest boosters are all crypto guys. Like the only yeah. other the thing the only thing would have been less surprising was that they all deal cocaine. Like they're massive cocaine movers. Yeah. Like that's well, Tony M- Tony Montagna
3: number is. number one <laughs> Miami booster. yeah. We, we have to answer
1: to. So I will the one thing that I think makes me pump the brakes a little bit on Miami is like Miami's going to be able to keep all these guys in Florida is yeah. that the ground, the areas that they want to recruit are the areas that Alabama has been locked into now. And I still have a really hard time believing that they're going to win the majority of recruiting battles against Alabama. I still don't think that's going to happen.
0: So I don't know that but, they'll win the majority, but if what Moxie was saying with the NIL and some of those guys can get better, Alabama money, is that, too, I think, though, apparently. That's right. But I think. We've seen it, it, it plays differently for everybody. Like some prospects want to stay closer to home. And I think if Miami, like if Miami goes out there this year and say, cause I do think Chris DeBall is a good coach. He may be a little bit old school, but I do think he's a good coach with the money they have. And I mean, they kept a, what was it? A top 15 recruiting class, even with all that coming in, like they had a good yeah. recruiting class. If they actually do good this year in the ACC, where I don't think anybody stands out, unless we're expect, none of us expect DJU and Clemson to have some massive bounce back. So if they're one of the better teams, those guys might start to stay in Florida. And I don't, I, I well, never mind. Alfred doesn't listen to any of our shit anyway, so it doesn't matter. I don't know if Florida is <laughs> bouncing back. And like Florida state Norvell could be fired this year if they don't make a bowl game. So like who else in Florida outside of Alabama is really going to be competing for those kids. I think in a couple years, they could really be the guys that keep everybody in Florida. I, I
3: agree. I actually am very, very excited for Miami um, for a lot of the reasons that you just said, Matt, but so recruits in Florida come from two areas, right? They come from Miami or they come from Jacksonville. And, a lot of the Jacksonville guys have not s- chosen to go to like Gainesville, which is like basically down the road from them. Uh, they just to go elsewhere and like the high end guys, at least. And so if you can convert a little bit of them to Miami and say, Hey, listen, you're still going to stay in state. You're still going to be close to your family. Here's a great deal. Like, I don't think Napier is a closer. Like, I don't, I don't think Billy Napier is a good coach. Like I, I will say it and say it and say it. And I like, There is very little evidence that shows me that Billy Napier is a high quality coach and is fit for like a high end SEC job. Um, I have so many questions about him as a coach and I don't think that he can retain talent in his area to, to that level. And I think Miami can, because Miami is just such an attractive job and it's such an attractive place to be. So I'm, I'm legitimately excited. And I know a lot of people are like really down on Josh Gaddis, I kind of like Josh Gattis a little bit more than people. People, I, I think I'm the highest on Josh Gattis of like anybody I know. Apparently, like I think that he's actually a fairly good hire, and like I think everybody thinks it's just a bad, just a bad hire.
2: I love how in depth you guys go into coaching stuff because it's like over in my head, and I've always wondered. So, like last year before I was part of Camp Scan, I was trying to do like a, well, I was trying to do my whole my whole big draft board right for for my rookie drafts, but I started looking at like like what scheme fits players like came from. And I'm like, okay, maybe you can find something here with scheme fits. So I just love that you guys do all this, this coaching stuff. Have, you, Jared, have you used the website,
1: Mike?
0: What's I, I just sent you, I just sent you that too. So I didn't uh, know if you had the link, so I just sent it on Twitter. So for um, anybody now tuning in, let
1: me set the scene for
0: you. Um, <laughs> let me set
1: the scene. <laughs> we are now also joined by Jared Palmgren, the head of our uh College fantasy group here at Campus to Canton, host of the Camp uh, Chasing the Natty podcast um, at CFF underscore Jared on Twitter. Hi, Jared. How's it going? Hi, guys. <laughs> I was literally wondering,
4: like, once he started the after show, I'm like, I wonder how much I could, like, bribe them to just let me come on and,
2: like,
1: that's what well, Mike yeah, did. Mike I, literally I feel, begged me yeah. for like weeks. I was like, Bro, whoa, whoa, no. no. But, uh, I, you no, no, know, hey,
2: I'm the, look, look, I am the main idea guy at Canvas I am the driving force behind ideas. <laughs> okay. And I was I like, why don't you just bring people on the after show so they can like get to know the, the audience and stuff? I don't know.
0: I, know. I know DMs are supposed to be sacred, but Austin sent us all the begging. So don't pretend like
1: <laughs> you do. We, we, we saw something it. about sucking my toes. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I don't know. There, so. were,
3: there were a lot of extra favors involved. Um, as a man of dignity, I'm not going to go
2: into it. Uh, speaking of toes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's He's a family, to it's on. a family after show. He's it's a family, a family after, after show. It's okay, it's okay. We don't want to have okay. to
0: cut anything. Felix is not here. Don't make my job harder than it needs was, to be.
2: I was getting shown uh, T-Pain's TikTok, and he had some dude that was like, yo, check out this song. And it was it was Feet Picks. And I looked up on Spotify, and it was actually pretty good. And it was kind of funny. It the
4: went song, pretty hard.
1: The song is called Feet Picks? Yeah, Feet Pick. Yeah
4: all right is there anything is there anything deeper about it like is there a metaphor in this song or
2: no it's just it's it's there's some pop culture references that we'll all get even though we're all a little older we'll, we'll get those pop culture references and it's it's good clean fun
1: Jared I'm the youngest, how, you're I'm the youngest. guy? I'm, I'm, I'm the
4: youngest person here and I probably wouldn't get half of the pop culture references
0: oh god did you, did you just say Jared's 22 that just makes <laughs> he's me gotta be really right? old. yeah
4: I'm 22. Yeah, Jared, you could have lied and said you're like 25 or 26 yeah. yeah uh matt i'm enjoying my youth while i still can yeah
0: enjoy it because old age gets here a lot quicker than you think it does it really does oh yeah.
3: jared you're in your you're in your master's program right now right yes yeah so J- jared is by far i say by far and like i dude i feel like a million years older than i am like i i just turned 26 and i feel like i'm Twenty billion years old.
2: Yeah, I mean, you should. You referenced Laymiss a couple episodes ago. <laughs> okay, okay. Just
4: defense. Les Mis is incredible. Oh just my! I God. immediately got what he was going for. Yeah, J- Jared. Man, so man, two, man, people, yeah. two people oh, got God, it Jared's immediately. <laughs> Dang it, I don't know
0: what happened there. Let's get we'll oh. back on. <laughs> two people
3: got it immediately. One was Jared, and the one was Sal. And,
0: and Sal. Sal. The the spectrum of age there too was just yeah. it was it was very interesting.
3: I. Listen, listen, I, I am, um, how you say, a Renaissance man.
0: Okay. I'll
4: tell I'll tell my Les Mis story real quick. So, when the Les Mis movie came out, I remember my family. It was the first time I ever went to New York City, and our family is doing like a Christmas trip in New York City. And my stepmother at the time really wanted to go see Les Miz. And I, being the little brat teenage boy that I was, was like, no, I don't want to see Lay Miz. Like, it, it's like, I've never heard of that movie. I've never heard of that show before. I want to go see something like, it was something dumb, like Wrath of the Titans or something like that, where it's like objectively bad movie. Uh, but I walked into lay Miz and I walked out shaking, <laughs> legitimately shaking. And I've never had a movie experience like that before in my life. Now, a couple of years later, I realized that movie has some serious flaws, but even still, like I, I remember walking out of the theater shaking, just blown away by what I just watched. Granted, it was also an IMAX, so you know that so was Hugh Jackman helps. version. Like,
3: yeah, Lame absolutely slaps. It the movie is awesome, and so people hate Russell Crowe's casting as Javert. Um, oh, I defend it because he, I love it. Yeah, because he can't sing. But like Russell Crowe is like a character is like he's kind of Javert based on the books. Like it's very it's very close. Like I would. I think it's like a Russell Crowe type. Um, the, be- the best casting mm-hmm. in the whole movie is Sasha Barry Cohen as uh, thenardier. Like, that is that is oh, him and scene. hello, uh,
4: hello bottom carter, both of them.
3: Yeah, they, yeah, him and uh, her are, are excellent casting. Although, in the, the book, they're like actually evil, like truly evil people,
4: like not, I not really like really evil people evil. in the books or in the movie. Yeah,
3: I they're love
4: that. I love that. They're like funny.
3: Like haha funny evil in in the movie, but like they're like real bad people in the book. Like, All right, not, it's my turn. haha funny.
4: It's uh my turn to set the scene here for those of you listening on the podcast. Uh, uh, look, if I'm, you're gonna I'm set looking, the scene, oh I hey, got, guys, I got I got to do set this set now. Oh sorry that's sorry that's sorry. Uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, Matt. Uh, Mike and Austin are all listening to this Miz conversation and are all dying inside a little bit. I think. Yeah, I know. swear you guys
0: have been speaking Chinese for the past two minutes and forty five <laughs> seconds, and I was watching the timer oh. click down to try and figure oh, out when sorry. we're going to go back to something I'd understand.
3: Sorry, let me let me translate that for you. Uh, Julian Fleming, G. Scott, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr.,
0: Kyle McCord. The help. So great, great fucking movie. I need to go watch it. You sold me. I, I, you know, I'm going. You did not do enough clicks because that was Kyle McCord, Ohio State, G Scott, Ohio State, okay, Julian. Right, Fleming, now, we're to, right now, we're up to 21. That works for me. Works for me. We're going to get to 25 by the end of the show. Okay. Speaking based of on Ohio the plot, State players.
3: Yeah, the plot oh. is like CJ Shroud um, gets imprisoned, and then, no, Kyle McCord gets <laughs> imprisoned. It should have
0: been the other way around. Ryan, the season Ohio State would have had if Kyle McCord was the start off. Oh,
3: Ryan Day is basically <laughs> like. Trying to put him back in prison the whole time, is the the plot in the movie, and and so I know you can relate to that.
0: One hundred percent. I swear, Ryan Day was trying to get Kyle McCord kicked off the team. Though I think I think that the, he he was trying to what happened to Jack Miller. He was trying to do Kyle McCord. It's 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 preposterous.
4: Man, poor Jack Miller. He he really just got buried.
0: Uh, he'll be all right. He's going to start at Florida this year and just absolutely make uh, Adam Lewis and Alfred just like thrilled. At what position? Quarterback. At quarterback, because Billy Napier does not want anything to do with Anthony Richardson Actually. when he misses like Actually. six wide receivers in a row. Yeah.
1: Did you read? Did you read Nate's article that came out today?
0: I did mostly because I saw Felix was hurt by it, and anything that hurts Felix makes me happy. So I went in and read that <laughs> as soon as I saw Felix said that.
3: Yeah, Nate. That's Nate did a really good job there. So uh, you can find him at uh, he's CFF Nate, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: CFF Nate.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, one one of our new contributors to the CFF side of things, it, it, he did a really great job talking about stock down players. And one of his was Anthony Richardson, who kind of talked about the role that he's going to have at Florida and, and what that kind of looks like. And I tend to agree. I, I, Anthony Richardson is not a guy that I'm really trying to invest on. In. Like The place that he's going in C2C and CFF drafts is probably just, it's just rich. Based on the uncertainty in the situation, in my the, opinion, like, I just the problem.
1: The problem with him is that if Billy Napier just says "fuck it," unleash the Kraken, like get get out of the way, because like he will destroy. But it's like, with do they ever actually just get to that point?
3: So, so let's say that the Kraken is unleashed, right? Like we we are. Um, so his upside isn't like quite the Kraken, right? Like it, it's higher than that. Like, like it's. I'm
1: like, not familiar with the the spectrum of sea monsters. I was gonna say, like, I was gonna say Cthulhu. Like, Anthurish's uh, outside don't... is Cthulhu.
3: What the hell is Cthulhu? We're back to you guys. Yeah, culture, man. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Not, Matt, Matt, like, Matt,
0: like, I'm, Matt, I'm gonna send you a picture geez. of Cthulhu
4: in the uh, um, okay. Yeah, and... he the <laughs> He's like, I was gonna go, like, I was gonna
0: go, like. Super like Jason Statham like Megalodon or something. Then you guys are hit me with like Cthulhu. No, like, we talking oh, about you like, guys step
2: outside. Does anybody here step outside? With, with no, <laughs> have. Yeah. Hey, y'all y'all
0: have you seen the him. amount of work we put into this website? I haven't seen the sun in a year. Do you see I'm how actually, Ill I am? I have no idea what it's like. Outside.
2: I am so hyped about about the the manual book, whatever, with the freshman rankings coming out. I didn't even know you guys were doing that, by the way. So I found out like the day before everybody else found out. So I'm we had I'm, a yeah.
1: giant meeting about it in January, and we talked about what we were building. Yeah, I was you there because I was throwing yeah. out a
2: ton of ideas. But like, idea, I,
3: notable idea guy, Mike.
2: Yeah, yeah, think tank machine here, but. I didn't know it was actually getting worked on, so I, was like, I didn't. I haven't seen any hurry updates, so I didn't know it was actually we, a thing.
0: Yeah, we wanted to tell all Real you guys, guys working. Austin in was like, "If y'all fucking say a word to someone, you're fired," and so we all kind of kept our mouth shut.
1: Yeah, but I worked with the company. What the? Fuck? I don't know <laughs> if you guys know. I don't know if anybody knows this. <laughs> technically,
0: I, we're equals to Austin, and Austin does not treat any of us like equals. So, so since yeah.
1: I am technically like tower owner, Austin, that's what Since I am technically is. the owner of the Slack group. I can see everything that goes on in it, even if people do not realize that. So stop shit-talking me in the rookie profile thing. It's over, guys. Um, Ah, shit. I need to to send some DMs really quick. I have a bunch of channels. Like, there's a bunch of channels in there that there's only, like, seven or eight people in. It's just the people that work on that stuff. Like, the Debbie channel only has, like, seven people in it. The CFF channel only has six of us. And the the Guide channel only has seven or eight of us.
3: How did calling it in the CFF channel, by the way? Did you invite so him Nate was
1: in? Nate was having some technical difficulties, and Colin was more uh. able to answer them. So Colin's lucky that he can do all that kind of stuff, or else Colin would be in like three chats, and that's it. But I was going to say, like, I'm going to send like, Colin a really text right now. One, Colin,
0: invite me into the CFF channel quickly before you get booted. I mean, on. the rookie C- profile
1: guys. No, I just like swung by their chat the one day, and I was like, "What's
3: uh, up?" The, C- <laughs> the CFF channel might be mo- our most exclusive
0: channel. By the way, I mean it's Whoa.
2: pretty exclusive in there. Oh, uh, the Debbie channel has a lock on it. I don't know what that means. No, but it, it doesn't. There's like
0: three people in the CFF channel. It's very, very exclusive. It's practically just a it's DM six. between them. There's no. It, there.
3: It's it's me, Austin, Jared, Brandon, Nate, and oh. unfortunately, Colin got added. And oh. so Colin doesn't it's count. Like, so like it's it's so the, the, take
0: Colin out. Yeah, I uh, take table. out. I've yeah, been I mean,
1: calling out of it and he DM'd me and said that if I did that again, he would take away all my permissions on the back end of the website. And I don't <laughs> know how to change that. So he, had, <laughs> so, he actually told in me. In fairness, something a we more didn't severe. even
0: want to add him to the Debbie chat. We just kind of did because he had to add in all the ranking stuff. So, yeah.
4: My, my okay, favorite gotta, part is the. Oh, go ahead, Chris.
0: No, I was going to say, um, can
3: I say something nice about Colin? Like, my I yeah, say something nice about Colin? Colin yeah, be we've nice. been throwing Absolutely him nice under the bus nice all night. Let's, yeah, okay. let's be nice to Colin. So, so for those who don't know um, and are listening to this, Colin actually does a really incredible job on so many back-end things that we, we do. Like, he handles all of our membership stuff. He handles all of our permission stuff for everybody who's a contributor to the website. He handles basically all of our ranking stuff and making sure the sheets are, are in good shape and ha- handling that aspect. So... Despite what the public persona of Colin may be, the role that he plays behind the scenes is very (laughs) substantial. Yes, very substantial. And I want to make sure that people actually understand that Colin is, like, very integral
0: to what we do here. If Colin got hit by a car
1: tomorrow, we'd be fucked. Yeah. Yeah, at yeah. At least a week.
0: There's, there's two people that if something were to happen to them, we would be fucked, and it's Colin and Jarek. And I don't even really like saying that, like putting those two in a sentence together because of how much Jarek means. But what Colin does, for you, as you mentioned, for the website is... Uh, we, we would definitely... Because, I I mean... Although, in fairness, and I, I feel bad because I just... You know, backhanded compliment. I just gave all this love to Colin, and I'm gonna kind of shit on for a minute. I do keep asking to figure out how to do this ranking stuff, and he refuses to let me because I feel like he knows how important yeah. it is, and we'll he wants to hold those keys. Yeah, yeah, I want to. You know, I want to yeah.
2: add to the the Colin poop talk yeah. here too.
1: <laughs> that is the, the title of the show, Colin poop talk.
2: I I did not get access to the site for like the first seven months.
3: Okay, so I was locked out of the site also for
2: like yeah. four. Yo, months. No, we were doing so well. Like times. No, but when when I finally got access to it and I'm like on this analytical tool, I'm like, oh my God. Oh oh but, I can I, oh I can do this too. I'm still learning new things about the website and I really just got access like two months ago.
3: Mike's been contributing here for what, like nine <laughs> since months
1: like, now? Like since the yeah. summer, I'm pretty it sure was, I was gonna yeah, say it it was probably, was like
0: something. nine months. Okay, like, oh, so I would be surprised if Brandon still doesn't have access to the site yet, because I, I, I mean, that's just kind of what Colin does. He, Jared, can you, can you tell us? Uh,
4: not that, I, not that I know of. Uh, he does. He me. does. No, he, okay, does. he does. He does. Okay. Yeah, okay.
0: he does. Uh, Colin,
3: Colin. I, I have. I basically have to come into the defense of Colin now because we're we're we we've spent about ten minutes talking about, <laughs> about him. it, but. Um, <laughs> It's a lot of work to maintain all the all the memberships and like relationships between what you can and can't see behind the scenes. It's like I kind of don't blame him for taking a while. Like it's really tough to do. It is, and so he's the only one that can do it. So good if you ever listen back to this, Colin. Good for you.
2: Okay, keep up I'm the the I'm gonna talk bad about somebody else. I'm just going go down the whole the whole rock. Okay, yeah. Who's who are we talk about
3: right. bad about next? Okay. I'm gonna talk
2: bad about okay. Felix. Okay. Felix invited me to the show before Austin. I was super excited about it. I knew he was gonna wear a black shirt. He always wears black shirts every time he's on a show. And then he's just not here.
1: And I was like, what? <laughs> he did he did say when I told him that you were gonna stop by tonight, he was like, Oh, I can't make it.
0: Yeah, whatever. He was... He made the whole show sheet, all this stuff. Then Austin, we have a text thread, a text message group, and Austin's like, "Oh yeah, Mike wants to come on after the show." And then like five minutes later, Felix is like, "Man, I really can't shake this fever and this cough, so I I don't know that I'm gonna be able to make the show tonight." Yeah, he was conveniently yeah. in the comments replying to everything, and then now he's not here again. As soon as Mike jumps in the after show, right. No right? That's what I'm
2: saying. He's like he's like the cool kid on the block too because he doesn't tweet anything ever. He'll tweet like one word, and then he'll sign off for like three days too.
3: I mean, he's too—he's too busy guesting on other podcasts to uh, yeah pay us any attention.
1: He's an enigma. Right. Yeah.
4: It's kind of like me and Xavier last year. Love Xavier to death, um, but Xavier rarely tweeted versus like me. I tweeted all the time last year, and more often than not, when Xavier finally tweeted something, it was because he wanted to point out that I was wrong
1: about something. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's basically weird. all that Colin ever tweeted. Colin, Colin has.
3: Oh now we're back on. Account. Account. We're
1: back on Colin now. Call. Oh, actually, he has more tweets <laughs> than I thought. He has like three thousand tweets in two years. That's not terrible.
4: That's wow. yeah, not bad. Maybe do I
1: have?
3: I'm sure all of his quick tweets were very pop, very uh, productive too. He only he um what what's the uh, what's the expression? Um, I have no fucking idea. Well, he told sure. me he only has
1: notifications on for one person, and it's me, so he can make sure I don't say anything stupid online, which I respect. Um,
3: I I actually thought about turning on notifications for all of us and being like, and being like, well, if y'all say something stupid, then I'm gonna be the first person to know, and I'll I'll just DM you and say, "What the hell are you doing?" Which okay, i like our tweet. Guy.
0: That's, I like that's why boot. I just I, post our tweets in my chat now and ask you guys if I can tweet it, and if you say no, I just delete it.
2: Okay, I, I have a boomer thing to say, and I don't want to do it. I really want to do this for Campus Can. I'm going to show it to the camera. But you can, like, create, like, a group. And, okay, I'm just going to show it. You can create a group, like, on the side there. So it's, like, home, and then that's the old company I was working for, Yard And you just flip over, and it's, like, all their Twitter. And I don't know how to set that up, but if we could do that for our stuff, I'd love it.
3: That hmm. That is boomer. Oh, I so – But do you know how to
0: do
2: we, it? No. No. Um, no, too okay.
0: high. I, I had no <laughs> idea what you were talking about. To be honest with you,
2: you can like set up like I, a whole different feed. Like, there's a home feed, and then now I have a, a yards per fancy feed. And I was like, okay, but I
3: exist on a spectrum that's like, um, I have no idea what to fucking do about like very basic things, and then yeah. the middle is basically nothing, and then the other end is like really technical data analytics stuff and everything in the middle is just like a, a myth, mystery to me like i have no idea what to do like i either have no idea or like it, it's analytics based stuff that i actually know what i'm talking about i like there is very little overlap here like i, I have no idea what i'm doing nine percent of the time and so um there's uh there's very little <laughs> there's very little overlap shit i have i have to record tomorrow morning i have no idea what i'm going to talk about
1: yeah, I think it's probably uh, about Matt's bedtime too. So maybe we we cut it here. Yeah, I have to go
2: back to studying. I I have my big licensing exam tomorrow. Oh. Got all my notes over there. What? I'm been sweating here. Oh, and the broadcast. Right so way ahead of you.